0: Good morning. Please turn to Hosea chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Hosea 14, 1 through 3. This will be our, our passage for our time of exhortation and confession. Hosea 14, verse 1. O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity, receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Assyria shall not save us, we will not ride on horses, nor will we say any more to the work of our hands, you are our gods, for in you the fatherless finds mercy. Amen. This is the word of God. Well, the, uh, the brothers on the, in the Friday study went through the whole book of Hosea together uh, over six to eight months, perhaps. And when we came to Hosea 14, I would say that I was somewhat stunned by what I had missed there in having read the chapter at some point beforehand uh, in previous uh, months or years. Hosea 14 is a remarkable chapter about the mercy of God. It's certainly a corporate confession, so that's one of the reasons I've brought it out here to you today. It says, O Israel, return to the Lord. It's speaking to all of God's people to come back to him, to turn to him, to repent. Uh, but as I said, I was stunned by uh, the riches of the promises in Hosea 14. And so, uh, as we proceed in the weeks to come, I want to hit each of the verses in Hosea 14 and seek to mine all the gems here that we can, In uh, our time of confession of sin. I'm going to just begin with verse 1 today. We read three verses, but we'll look just at verse 1 and see here what this exhortation tells us. It says this, O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Do you remember that Hosea is writing to the uh, northern kingdom of Israel in a time of severe unfaithfulness on their part? They had turned to idolatry. They had turned to foreign alliances. They they trusted in Assyria more than they trusted in God. They were hoping that this other great empire would help them in their time of need. And Hosea, uh, as a book, is about this picture of marriage, how God had betrothed his people to himself and yet they had left him over and over again and then God would go and grab them again and pull them back out of their sin and say you're going to be my bride I'm going to purify you of all your sin it was a picture of God's commitment to redeem and forgive and restore his people and when you get to Hosea 14 that's all that the whole chapter is about it's about Returning to God, being forgiven by God, and not only being just forgiven, but actually having his abundant blessings poured out upon his people in great abundance. God calls himself at the end of the chapter, the evergreen tree, the tree that always gives life and bears fruit for his people. It's, it's a wonderful picture. So let's begin then with verse one. It says, return to the Lord your God. Uh, That word return, it is a word for repentance. Uh, We often say repentance is turning around and going the other direction. When you choose a path of sin, you have chosen to go in the wrong direction. It's a terrible decision because if you keep going down that road, you're going to destroy your life. You're going to see uh, the judgments of God uh, as a result. And so when you turn, when you return to the Lord, you're saying, I'm not going to go that path anymore. I'm going to go towards God. Repentance, then, is a directional question. Where are you heading? Are you heading deeper and deeper into a life of sin and getting further and further away from that relationship of life and blessing that God has called you to, or... Are you returning to the Lord? Every week that we gather here and we have this time of confession, this is an opportunity to return to the Lord. And and I can't uh, tell you, I can't say for you how far you went off the path this week. You only know that. God knows that. I don't uh, in every case. But uh, for each of us, to any degree to which we chose to sin, we decided to forge our own path to that degree. And thankfully, because God is merciful, we can return to him right here and right now. And so it's important as we come to this time of confession to sincerely say, I am returning to the Lord. I am confessing what I have done that was wrong. And I am committing myself to his ways with his grace enabling me to do what he has commanded me to do. Now there's another statement in verse 1 that we also need to look at. The Lord says to them, For you have stumbled because of your iniquity. This is such an important starting point for repentance. We cannot repent of our sins as long as we blame our stumbling upon circumstances, people, or God himself. We can't repent if we're blaming our fall, our stumble, upon people, circumstances, Or God, I have not found in all of the scriptures an example where God takes excuses in in substitution for confession. Have you ever found uh, people making excuses in Scripture, and God says, "Okay, understood, uh, no problem." I've never seen that. It doesn't seem to be what the scriptures call us to—is excuse making. And I'm sure that if I was to ask you about any stumbling that you had, that you would be well aware of the people and the circumstances that you think were uh, difficulties that might have contributed to your your stumbling. Uh, We can point to those rather readily. We're very naturally gifted at pointing out the problems around us rather than in us. But if a sinner does not recognize that they have stumbled and experience hardship and difficulty because of their sin, then repentance is not really possible. Blame shifters and self-justifiers will not return to the Lord because they're not in the right position to do so as long as they're blame shifting and self-justifying. You need to get to the core root foundational issue and to say, Lord, this is what is wrong in my heart, this is why I departed from you, and now I return to you in humble confession, asking that you would restore me. You, you need to say in your confession, I have stumbled because of my iniquity, not I have stumbled because of their problem. We don't see that in this confession, pointing outward. James 1 gives us a very simple understanding of how to, how to interpret when sin happens in our lives, it says in James 1.13, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. There, there's your answer. Why did you sin? You were drawn away by your own desires and you gave in to them, your desire for whatever you were seeking at that point in time. And so this this call then in Hosea 14 is to honestly confess to the Lord, I stumbled because of my iniquity, and here is what it is. God knows our hearts. He knows our circumstances. He knows our difficulties. He knows all the people in our life. But he wants to hear our confession of our sin personally. And Hosea 14 includes many promises. I'm just going to read one of those promises as we go into this time of confession. Hosea 14, verse 4. If you have the chapter before you, you'll see that verse. And here's what it says. The Lord says to his people that have confessed their sins, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. For my anger has turned away from him. What a merciful God we serve, brothers and sisters. That if we bring these things honestly, we say... I have stumbled because of my sin. The Lord says, I will heal you and I will love you freely. What what love we have displayed here from our God. And so when we come in the name of Jesus Christ, we know, we have confidence that the Lord will be faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So, brothers and sisters, this is a time in which we can humble ourselves uh, before our great God in humble repentance Uh, confessing our transgressions and receiving his mercy. So I invite you to do that with me now. Let us kneel before our our God, uh, and we will say together our, our confession of sin. Say together the prayer of confession. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, We acknowledge and bewail our manifold in various sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by wrath and indignation against your divine majesty, provoking most justly your wrath and indignation against us. We earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings remembrance of them is grievous to us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may ever from now on serve and please you in newness of life to the honor and glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let's take a moment now to confess our own sins before the Lord.